Welcome back. Happy Friday, everybody. We are the Mail-In Podcast. I am your host, Brett Merriman. To my right, not Sally this week, but we have a very special guest. She is coming to you live from the surface of the sun. <laughs> this is Kayla Havey. Kayla, welcome back. Hey, Brett. To the Mail-In. Nice uh, to be here. One-time co-host of this podcast. Has been a- around the block since then, but she is back in Austin, Texas. <laughs> Um, with a brand new face. Okay, Kayla. I don't have a brand new face, so, but I am coming from the sun. I had laser. What is this treatment called? <laughs> I had laser, laser resurfacing. Laser resurfacing done to my face. I look like I went skiing for six weeks. Okay, and there's no video today. There's no video. So unfortunately, today. you can't see what I'm seeing. But Kayla's. It looks like you just. It doesn't even look like you have a sunburn. It just looks like you have a very. I've- in two weeks, my my face will look like a ten year old's. So what? So what is? What's the purpose behind this? What is <laughs> so, like? What is laser resurfacing? So I did two different lasers. One is for like sunspots. Um, I have melasma, so it just kind of like gets rid of like anything like dead on your Im- face. Imperfections. Basically, dead like skin. a deep exfoliator. Got it. Okay. And then the second laser I did is to just kind of like basically give you a whole new face so helps with like aging any kind of lines you have helps to shrink pores it does all that stuff we're getting like we're we're going a couple layers deep to just <laughs> literally we're, we're in my face to a, a couple layers glow. deep in my skin yes Got it. Okay. so i look like i just came back from a week on the sun um it is not great but i'm powering through i don't think it looks you thought it would look terrible it doesn't look bad it's just it's just <laughs> Like you it doesn't came look back good Disney either. World. Yeah, Disney World. Like a, no. like a like you didn't wear sunscreen at Disney World for a day. Yeah, no, but you're right because it looks like you went skiing it looks like because I went skiing. the the light reflects like off the snow back yes. up into your. Into and your I was grill. wearing goggles just yeah. like you do when you ski, and so right. like my around my eyes are fine, but then the yes. rest of my face. You know, if anyone wants to see, you can Venmo me like a hundred bucks, and I'll send you a pic. <laughs> Venmo Kayla one hundred dollars. I'm totally kidding. And she will send maybe, you. Maybe maybe l- I will post some progress photos because eventually, like all, no one cares about this, but I'm going to tell you anyways. If you have like freckles or sunspots, it's all going to start to flake off. Mm. It's all going to start falling off in my face. Oh, so there's like a gross period. After there this. will be a gross period. Oh, I think no. in like 48 hours, <gasps> which is why I chose to do this on a holiday weekend, so no one has to see my hideous Frankenstein face for a couple days. I didn't know about that part. You didn't. T- you, didn't you didn't tell me about that <laughs> so situation. Honestly, though, it felt like I put my face on a skillet for, for like thirty minutes. Is there any more pain? No, no pain. Okay, ladies, gentlemen, if you're interested in this and you're in the Austin area, you let me know. I have a friend you that can contact. hook you up with giving you third degree burns to your face. I want to do so. Whenever I get my hair cut, I get a little like a kind of a just like a mini facial. It's like an exfoliator, a hot okay. towel, a moisturizer. Yeah. I want to do like a full a real facial, yeah, like, like a, a hydro full, facial. Yeah, like a full day. I got hookups for that. Do you? Okay. Oh yeah, a full day. It no, only takes you know, like an hour. I mean, like a spa, like a you get the massage, get the whatever. Like I, I want to do a spa day. Okay. Treat myself. I'll send you some racks. Also, this is like an area I'm very into. Mm-hmm. So any any skincare needs, any aesthetic questions? Sure. I wish we had some today. I don't think we do, unfortunately. I should have I should have solicited skincare questions. <laughs> I'm not I an apologize. expert, so absolutely not. I am not. I don't either. need to be on the record <laughs> answering medical. Caroline, medical questions. Caroline was an expert and is an expert. So if I ever have skincare questions, that's always where where you go. No, for she's it, an actual expert. I'm an amateur. Um. Anyway, we are the mail-in podcast. Um, welcome back, Kayla. It's your first one in like two years. Two years. If you've been listening since Kayla was on, uh, you recognize her voice. She is back for the week. And because you're in Austin and because Sally is like, you know, raising two children and mm-hmm. back to work and whatnot, maybe you pop in every now and then. You know, I'll do my best. There you w- go. Whenever I can, I will be here. So please subscribe on iTunes, follow on Spotify, hit the hotline number 888. 888- 362-M-A-I-L. That is 888-362-6245. Or you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio at Mail-In Podcast or in the, in the description of this episode. Uh, hit up the store, washmedia.shop, and hit up our YouTube, youtube.com slash Mail-In Podcast to see our faces, not from this episode, but uh, for future episodes. Definitely not this one. Kayla, are you ready to, <laughs> to get going? I am. And I will preface this by saying usually... I know the questions in advance, and I do not this week, so I'm going in blind. So 
Nothing we'll wrong with that. We'll see what happens. I Here may run it back on a few answers after I think about it. Here we go. Hey, Brenton and Sally, a.k.a. Kayla, this week. After spending the holidays with my husband's family, not the first time nor the first trip, I've realized that his dad really annoys me. He's generally good-natured and is a very generous guy, but he does a handful of things which really wear on my patience. They're pretty specific, slash you'd have to be there things, but for example, he never offers to help cook or clean up. He makes overly drawn-out jokes at others' expense. He said fat people are disgusting, uh, which is wild because my mother-in-law has a weight uh, has had a weight loss surgery, like a gastric sleeve or something, etc. So how do I deal with my annoyances while visiting in the future? I struggle sometimes talking to him, but don't want to be harsh or ungrateful while they're hosting us. My first thoughts here are: I'm. This is your husband. You got to deal with it. So there's it's, really you, nothing you can do. Right. You, this you is your family you now. You choose your husband. Yeah. You don't choose your husband's family. Um, and, and same thing goes with your family. You choose your partner, mm-hmm. but you don't choose your family. You're always going to have something, right? That that bugs you about the other person's mom, dad, stepmom, stepdad, brother, sister. Like that's just how life works. Very rarely is it this perfect combination of people and families coming together seamlessly, right? Like you're always going to have something that somebody's too loud. Somebody uh, burns their the chicken every time they like. There's there's always something, and you just have to. That's that's what. Being family is. And yeah, there, it could be worse. You know, just being annoying and obnoxious is honestly what some people would probably hope for mm-hmm. versus, you know, having in-laws that are rude, condescending, or just kind of assholes. Like, so, this just seems like he's just fucking annoying. And there's really nothing you can do besides just kind of, like, keep your distance and that's it. Yeah. There's a line here too, though, right? Like if somebody is, you know, uh, homophobic or oh, racist, yeah, exactly. like there's yes, like, yes, there, yes. If, if somebody's like making you uncomfortable, stereotypical, making uncomfortable jokes, jokes right. things like that. Oh, that's no, definitely. grounds for saying something for sure. Probably to your husband first mm-hmm. uh, or, or partner first. And then they can kind of take it to them and say, hey, you got to like simmer down here but something like this it, it doesn't well the fat phobic thing is border, right, that, bordering yeah, along borderline. those yep. lines but it's also like i don't know how you would say anything without kind of rocking the boat because if you speak up then it becomes like oh oh mm, oh, tell Kayla, us how oh you Kayla, really Kayla feel. can't handle a joke oh, yeah, oh exactly yeah. i also just recently watched meet the parents ah yes <laughs> where it's like the absolute father-in-law from your worst nightmares. Yes. And so this seems like absolutely nothing compared to like ex-CIA, like person who interrogates people. And- Movie I've watched recently, uh, Father of the Bride. Okay. With Steve Martin. I haven't seen that since I was oh, a kid. Oh, you got it. Yeah. Got to watch that. Yeah, got to watch not that. Not since I was a kid. But no, this is just one of those things where it sucks. It super sucks. Mm-hmm. And like you just have to put up with it for the most part. Like you can yep. be annoyed, but you can't. I think if you act on it, it makes... You look maybe ungrateful if they're hosting you. It comes across as just whiny Mm -hmm. if you say anything. And, like, you know, your in-laws are not – if you get good ones, that's very rare, apparently, from what I've heard. Now, because you are in-laws, though, you're not just dating. You're not engaged. They're they're there. You're now a daughter-in-law. That's like the grandfather of your future children. Right. You you have a little bit more rope to be like, yo, no. No, no, no. We're not doing yeah, that's jokes very at the true. expense of that's very uh, true. overweight people because, like, no, you're not. I, I don't imagine this guy to be in perfect shape, yeah, you know? I do think if it does progress into the more, like what you had said, like mm-hmm. homophobic, racist type of things, then yeah. then I totally think you can speak up. But right now, it seems like it's just like a couple things here and there that are annoying. But also, like, never offering to help cook or clean that. Does that change? Here's the thing. I feel this like this dude is set in his ways. Right? I'm also like, and and whatever household I grew up in, and like what I've been around, it's like the woman cooks, and then the men will clean. That's how it's always been, at least in places I've been. And so maybe at the next dinner, be like, oh, you cooked, we'll get it. We'll mm. all help you clean. Like we'll all move the stuff off the table into the kitchen and load the dishwasher. Like make hey, it a group thing and see if he budgets. Hey dad, wanna help me wanna help me clean up? Make it a bonding moment. One hundred percent. Be like, let's let's go wash the dishes together and talk about our day. There you go. You know what else you could uh bond over? What? How about gambling? 
<laughs> my dad would love to bond with me over gambling. <laughs> More specifically, DraftKings Sportsbook. <laughs> An official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs. Kayla, are you psyched about the NFL playoffs? Go sports. Right. Uh, Drafting Sportsbook is bringing you an offer that will help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Um, we are – you know what the lines are for this week, Kayla? I don't even know what that, that means. So, for example, the Dolphins play the Chiefs, okay? And those um, are NFL teams. <laughs> those are, those okay. are in fact, NFL teams. Okay. And if you go to DraftKings Sportsbook, you can bet on the Dolphins to uh, – you can bet on them to win the game, but you can also bet them to get four and a half points. You know, I'll game. always bet on the team that's an animal. So, okay. go Dolphins. So, you have the Dolphins versus the Chiefs. It's – one animal, one human. You know, I, I always go for the animal team, okay. even if the other team is Taylor Swift's boyfriend. What about Rams Lions? Um, so two animals. I'm going Lions. I like Lions more than Rams. Yeah. Okay. Eagles Buccaneers. <laughs> I don't even know what a Buccaneer is. It's a pirate. Well, then I'm going for Eagles then. You all, okay. You take the you take the animal regardless. I will take the animal regardless. <laughs> okay. So you're going Bills. You're going Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, Browns, Texans, I think there's no animals involved there, but well, I would go Texans, just you know, Texas Rep girl. Represent. There you go. Oh, but I'm not a Houston girl, but I'll pick them <laughs> by default. There you go. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code WASHED. New customers can bet just five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code WASHED. The crown is yours. Um, Gambling problem? Sorry, go ahead. I just have a quick question. Yeah. <laughs> is it already NFL playoffs? That's happening? Oh, yeah. It's this weekend. Wow. Okay. Crazy. Sorry to interrupt you. I just had to know. If you have a gambling problem, Kayla, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK-467-369. Uh, in Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, uh, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. cdkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. I really enjoyed the last part of that ad. Thank you. I'm a, like, I'm a big disclaimer guy myself. <laughs> felt like when it's like a, a pharmaceutical commercial and they're yeah. reading all the side effects. Right. No, <laughs> the I had drug after. <laughs> down to the nitty gritty. Uh, ready for the next one, Kayla. Hit me. My wife and I have lots of differing opinions, but where we may be the furthest apart. What could this possibly be? It's not what what anyone listening here is thinks. our feelings on <laughs> thank you notes. <laughs> she loves you know, them. Number one cause of divorce. Thank you note. Disagreeing on thank you notes. She loves them. She enjoys sending and receiving them. This primarily influenced by her mother, who some may deem the thank you note police. Wow. Constantly inquiring if you've sent them after receiving a gift and holding grudges if she does not receive one from someone she's given a gift to. I feel that. I, on the other hand, think they are a waste of time, money, and effort. Writing them is a chore, and they're generally neither creative nor heartfelt, just a generic statement of thanks. Receiving them is no better. They elicit no extra feeling of gratitude beyond what the person has already expressed, either in person, over the phone, or in a text. Furthermore, upon receipt of a thank you note, or most greeting cards for that matter, I am forced to deliberate what arbitrary amount of time I must keep it. I love that. It's not like I'm displaying it proudly during that time either. It just becomes clutter, moving from place to place until it's disposed of. But I feel guilty immediately delivering it to its ultimate destination, the garbage. Wow. I'm not denying the joy some people derive from them, but I feel like it can be, or I can't be alone in seeing them more as an obligation of guilt rather than a value add. This is uh, also isn't to say we should abolish thank you notes altogether. Those who enjoy them should be free to send them, but... We shouldn't shame or guilt people for not reciprocating. <laughs> this is killing me. <laughs> it seems silly to reduce our perception of one's gratitude down to a three or four sentence note. This what like just this guy's stream of consciousness. He is pounding the keys right now. He is he hates thank you notes. At the very least, 
we should reserve the obligation for truly special or major events slash gifts, not annual occurrences like birthdays and holidays. Lastly, so this rant isn't entirely self-serving, I do feel like the paper consumed by thank you notes has to have some environmental impact. Do I have a leg to stand on here, or am I just being a lazy curmudgeon? Okay, first of all, I wish what I an cared elegant way to I say. I wish I, I cared about anything notes. the way he cares about his hatred for thank you notes. And as them. a card person, mm-hmm. as a thank you note person, right. I'm here to completely disagree with every single thing that he just wow. said. Okay, I don't, I don't disagree. If thank you notes are written uh, like custom. It's one thing to be like, oh, I'm going to go pick something off the shelf at Target that says the generic statement, signed, love, Brett. That's not a waste of paper, not a waste of money, but that's it's just generally less thoughtful than putting something together that's a, a note. I have become yeah. a, a writer of thank you notes, of gratitude notes, of uh, apologies, of confessions like i i am a full-on pen to paper now. guy i'm a pen to so, paper guy yeah let's start with thank you notes and then we can move to greeting cards where okay. i have other thoughts i have Ooh, additional okay. thoughts i think that it's not about what the message says and a thank you note. it's the time that you took to send it okay and I got, I got that. even if somebody just so much as sends you or gifts you something so silly like a christmas you got an ornament from your neighbor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can say thank you, but sending a card with a stamp on it where you took the time to write out a note is very impactful. Mm-hmm. And it just makes you look like a better person, in my opinion. I, I totally agree. I think th- with thank you notes and any sort of note, greeting card, uh, moment of gratitude, it's about the time put in more mm-hmm. than the physical object. Yes. And a lot of the time, a lot of the time gifts do that too, right? Where you can get somebody a pair of socks, but you had to go get those socks. And like the, the, the time spent means more, you know, as much, if not more than the actual physical thing. I agree. And like, I am a person who I do send thank you notes for mm-hmm. not even just for, for gifts. Like I was hosted, my, my brother got married a couple years ago and his mother-in-law, like did this incredible wedding for them and like hosted everybody and was so over the top. And, and I was just so thankful for her that I sent her a thank you note, just like Mm -hmm. for the weekend. Like it wasn't even like, she didn't do anything for me. I was just like, thank you so much for doing this. I see how much you, you know, how much time you took. It was so amazing. Like you did an incredible job, et cetera, whatever. That's like, I just think a thank you note just goes such a long way. Like we're in this digital world where everything is done over the phone. And I think a text can be like really impersonal because it literally takes 10 seconds versus like going out and picking out a card. Like I'm in the process of creating, like I want to make like stationary, like custom stationary Uh that I can use to write notes. But like a couple years ago, I just bought like a generic pack of like blank cards off Amazon that I use like in the event that I need something quick on the fly to like say – thank you or like to write a, a quick note and for a gift or something like that. But I just think that the thought of a thank you note goes a long way. And when I receive one, it means a lot. Mm-hmm. And I throw it away immediately. Like I open it, I read it and I say, wow, that was super sweet. And I throw it away. Like this guy is like, how long is he keeping this around? <laughs> That's the thing. He's like, like the arbitrary. Th- this is one of his sticking points. He's yeah. Like, Cause I'm, it, he's like moving it he's from house moving to it house. Around. Like you don't need to keep it. No, you, you throw it away immediately you take it you show it to your wife whoever Uh, you want to read it like oh look who wrote this and then wow that was great garbage i do feel this guy's guilt though on that front like if i get a thank you note it's going on the fridge for a a week yeah i'll put something like that grandma grandmas get left there mom and dad since they're dead they get left there oh my god so um but if you if you're if I'm getting a Christmas card or a thank you note or something like that, they're getting their spot in the sun, in the, in the yeah. limelight, and then they're just getting tossed, and that's okay. That's yeah. okay. It's about the moment. Okay, you savor it, you squeeze it, and then it's gone. Now, okay, to to move on from this into like greeting cards, I am a greeting card. What do you person. mean by greeting cards? Like, Give me an example. I like birthday cards, Mother's Day, Father's Day, like mm, Valentine's okay. Day. Like my mom sends me a card on Halloween. Sure. <laughs> I love that. Happy Halloween, <laughs> Kayla, from your mom. Um, and I just, I think a card is sweet and it's just like, you know, you're you're thinking about somebody, you send it. Like all my friends that have kids, like I'll send them Mother's Day cards. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's And sweet. if it's, if I'm giving somebody a birthday gift, like it needs to have a card. And like 
my family were card people well my mom is like if she she would rather have a card than like a gift sure on her birthday um and i love the idea of picking out a card i think it's fun i think it's thoughtful like picking one that like fits that person exactly is always such a fun thing to do and like weddings baby showers like all that stuff like yeah the cards are now like nine dollars a piece but it's still yeah the papyrus folks out there have have done very well for themselves (laughs) and minted cards too but like I just think a card is special. Not everyone has to agree with that. It's it can it can seem silly and wasteful, but it also is like gift giving is like kind of my love language in terms of how mm, okay. I show love. And so I take that stuff like a little more seriously than other people do. I'm kind of a loser. Um but I do I love to send a card. I love to receive a card. Like and what gets excessive is like too many. Like, I don't need you to send me a thank you card, like, for a Christmas gift, okay. you know? Yeah, like, of course. If I send you something, that, like, I'm the kind of person where, like, if someone mentions, like, oh, I really like this, but I'm not going to buy it, I'll mm-hmm. buy it for them. Sure. And just send it to them. Yeah, there you go. With a note. Do you write, uh, like, a greeting card, like, Merry Christmas or Happy Birthday? Do you do you include a note Always. with it? Okay, so Always. I love I love buying a card. Yeah. And, and I don't you... just, I'm not just, like, Brett. It, no. There, there is some sort of passage of to that course person, yeah sure. you write I, a little just, thing okay one writing. really funny thing that i think has become a trend i'm going a little off topic Ooh, but okay. still in line so a thing people are doing now at christmas when they send their christmas cards yeah. is including like a one sheet of like all their family's accomplishments for the Ooh, year okay and i re- recently <laughs> you like this or you don't like no this? let me tell you okay. i may actually have one to read um i opened on accident completely on accident if anyone in the law is listening um a card (laughs) that was sent to a girl who lived in my apartment before me i opened it like not knowing it wasn't for me i just opened it and it was a christmas card from a family in fort lauderdale it was a wife a husband and two kids they're like college age and with the card was a one sheet printout of like one one to two paragraphs, like per person in the family, like documenting out their whole year, including yes. the husband. Like John joined the board of XYZ and attended many board meetings through the year in all different locations. His yes. recent philanthropy, like like going on. And then the son, oh, he's recently joined a fraternity at the University of Florida and then spent a semester abroad in Spain where we all went to visit him. Mm-hmm. Our daughter Ashley is now a senior at a, a private prep school in Orlando, and it's right. like a whole so, okay. thing. And I, it's like if you know these people, you know, you know this them. already. So <laughs> it is so, okay. So what I think it is, I it it to me it feels cringy off on first glance, right? Like <laughs> especially on first, if you on don't first know the people, I'm like, who the hell but, are they? But 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 I think this is a relic of like. Prior to Facebook and prior to Instagram, yes, but so this we have is like, that now. You have that now. We don't but, need it. But people are still like, if their parents did this, this is like a catch up on everybody's yeah. year. I'm sure my grandparents did this. I'm sure, like before you knew what was going on, unless you were like in the immediate circle and the immediate like phone call tree, that you needed something like this. This was a full page. And now, now it's it can come off as very braggadocious or like my, Especially my son's all in these Harvard accomplishments and yeah. were like such rich people shit. Yes, like all of it was like, we get it. It's like social media before it. social media when you're like, you're yeah. putting your best self online all the time. Well, we're, we're propping up Jared's best accomplishments and Randy's fucking baseball record. Like, exactly. No, my family this year <laughs> wanted to do a card with everyone. My brother had a baby. I'm an aunt. And my stepsister yes. got engaged. And it's me and my stepbrother. And they were like, we're going to send out a card with all these announcements. And I said, okay, what about me? <laughs> what, <laughs> what about what me? <laughs> what do I? Am I just standing there? Yeah. Hello. <laughs> I'm like I'm holding Kayla. a glass of champagne. It's like, and Kayla is living in Austin. You know? <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Like that's all that I get. Like Kayla bought a new car in September. Like no, like that is not. (laughs) Doesn't doesn't make the list. If we're gonna brag about everyone, everyone needs to have something worthwhile. I don't. I don't mind this because I do think it's a relic of of like a prior time to social media. It is like a little cringy when you just know it's coming from this like mom yeah. who is bored bored or lonely or just like i need to you know i want everybody to know and, and like she's proud of her family don't right? get me I get wrong that, i looked up every single one of these people on linkedin on facebook i don't know them you were fact checking i looked up their house on zillow oh like because it had a <laughs> return address 
<laughs> I knew everything about them. Like okay. I needed more information. Yeah. And I got it. You got it. You went. So, you went there. I love a holiday card too, and that's one thing I do feel bad throwing those away. It's like you know, like my brother sent one. It's like I don't want to throw those away. It has like a photo of my newborn niece on it. Like I will keep that yeah. one forever. Of course. But like my friends with kids, it's like oh, see you next year. Our little bundle of joy has just existed for the last three months. It doesn't do much yet, but also like. As a dude, you don't even need to worry about this. Like, your wife will do it for you. <laughs> you are just uh, affirming gender roles. This, <laughs> she's like, the wife cooks, the male cleans, no, and the wife takes it. care of the holiday things. He hates it. Like, if you hate it so much, then just say, cool, I'll sign it. You write it, I'll sign it. I sign it. Like, that's all it needs to be. Anyways, Randy, my two a, cents on cards. Is it a Midwest thing to send Christmas cards with accomplishments attached to them? Uh, your, mic is, your mic is definitely on. Well, then we are, we are, things are mislabeled then. How about now? All right. Well, then we need to fix that. Yikes. Anyway, uh, let's do the next one, Kayla. Okay. What's up, guys? Do I have to buy my brother and future sister-in-law a wedding present? My brother and his fiance are getting married this May in Italy. I've heard that traditionally you don't get gifts for destination weddings because it usually costs a lot just to attend them. But I'm curious about your thoughts here. You're right. Traditionally, uh, especially for like you're not going to, to Destin, Florida. You're going to Italy. That's the the cost of getting there is the wedding gift. Now that being said, if you want to get a a bottle of wine or a, you know champagne glasses or something like small, it's just you're you're out of the traditional realm of like the two hundred dollar gift. I think you just get something on the registry that is. Like, so my, my brother had a destination wedding. He actually had technically for me at the time too. Tulsa was beautiful. <laughs> it's not Tulsa. Well, they had like a church wedding stateside a week mm -hmm. before their destination wedding. And sure. I was not living in Texas at the time. So like I had to fly in for both of those. Mm -hmm. Um, but like I did get them a gift. It wasn't like anything insane. I, I think it was like a knife block. Like yeah. I just went on the registry and like I just picked something. Get the blender. Get the yeah, knife block. I got something. Forty nine dollars. I, yeah. I love to give a wedding gift. I love wedding registries. I love to look at them. I I am such a nerd for this shit because I love to like cook and everything. Um, but I think you don't have to go crazy or like you can get them more of like a sentimental thing. Like get their invite framed or something. You know, like you don't sure, need to yeah. go off the registry. Or you can always just like do like a gift card going out to eat when they come back from their honeymoon or something like what? something silly. What about like a pizza stone? You're well. We've talked about this before. <laughs> With, on the I don't podcast. know, like my initials <laughs> in embossed in them. You know, Brett. If the day ever comes that I have a wedding, I want four. You want the pizza stones. Pizza stones. B R M pizza stones. <laughs> they are uh, in my sister's oh. garage. Where they will stay one. until I, I would have... absolutely love one. I I love a registry, but sometimes the, my thing that I hate about registries is like if you wait too long, all that's left is like a bunch of random like twenty dollar things. We have to like make like a. I did this recently for a baby shower where like I waited too long, and so I had to get Ooh. like breast milk bags, pacifiers, like stuffed nice. animal, and so none of the things made sense. You can't. It was like you a the, grab you bag. The, you were the clean. You were the stocking stuffer. Yes, of. it was a grab bag of things, and I told her I was like, none of this goes together. I just took what was left, <laughs> and I'm so sorry that this is like the most awkward bag of things. But I will also say one thing that happened to me with the registry that's horrifying. I ordered for a friend from high school. I got like the cookie sheet set mm. and then I got some oven mitts off the registry. There you go. Those two things shipped separately oh. and they received the oven mitts <laughs> alone <laughs> without the cookie sheet so, like a week think... before the cookie sheet. So then they texted me, you know, no, thank you. No. Mm. And oh, we're okay. like, thanks for the oven mitts. And I said, <laughs> oh my God, there's more. Like I did not just order you oven mitts. Um, so that's the thing about a register. You gotta be careful. Gotta be careful. Um, I just I like the idea of just, so, just thank you for the oven. Just mitts, getting Kayla. two oven mitts. You know nothing else. Right. Wow, right. Kayla really cheaped out on us. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's more. I promise. I, I feel like as a we're doing we're doing more gender roles here. As a woman, you have far more showers and things to deal with. Does every so shower have a registry? Uh, for the most part. So yeah. like bridal shower. Oh yeah. Baby shower. Uh, 
obviously wedding registry. So on this note, I will. This is an argument. This is a question. Is like I'm going to send in this, this question for next girl week. Tax. So I've hosted a lot of showers, and when I host a shower, I don't get a gift. I've already spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars yeah, to host no, that's this fair. for you. You're, you're so hosting. I'm not getting yeah, you a you're gift. setting up the balloon arch and shit like that. Oh, have I? Um, I'm not <laughs> getting a gift for that. And I now, think that is something we need to establish now. If you are okay. a host. You shouldn't have to buy anything. Like what, your gift is hosting. What showers have you hosted? I've hosted uh, my best friend's bridal shower, okay. where I collected antique china over like four months. Oh my god! Yeah, um, I hosted a baby shower last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you're you're just a host a, a whole machine. variety of things. I'm at the age now where I have like four. Of my best friends are popping any day now. Really, really, like, everyone's having babies. And so I'm I'm past the bridal shower, mm-hmm. engagement party, wedding registry. Now I'm fully. In. I can tell you everything you need to know about strollers right now. Wow! Like I see people on the trail, and I'm like, ooh, didn't spring for the Nuna cheap? Like I ooh, see that. Damn. Like go off. Because <laughs> like I just know about strollers and car seats like way more than a single person with no children should know. I see people in the airport with strollers, and bags of a hundred things on them to try to make their children happy and travel it it looks like the worst thing ever we and we talked about traveling with children on this podcast a lot because sally obviously has but i see it and i'm just like there has to be a more efficient way and i think it's because everybody overpacks like but I, I guess like that's very naive of me because i don't Mm -hmm. know what you need for a child for four hours idea what is that do I need to say if someone steal it? Is it called I think... is it called stork where you just ship your children to the destination? <laughs> no. Like rental services for all this shit in places. So like so you don't, don't have disagree, to travel yeah. with this stuff. You can do like a bundle where you pick up a car seat, a stroller, a bassinet, a pack and play. See, here are things people like me, I shouldn't know what all that is. <laughs> Like, but I do. The Duna, the Nuna, the, <laughs> the Kabuna. Like I shouldn't know what all this is, but like, but again, that's kind of difficult because of like different places. But I'm just saying, I was behind. I was running late to catch a flight, and I'm behind mm-hmm. people with a stroller that has to go through. And it has to break down, and it like and never breaks I down. I'm like, easily. can I put my bag in front of you because it's not fitting, and yes. I'm gonna miss my flight? Yes. Can we please swap? And they look at me like I'm crazy, and I'm like, it's not my fault that you chose to have a baby and bring it to this airport right now. Last time I traveled, somebody put their fucking dog through the X-ray machine. <laughs> what? Is, is it alive? Does that kill them? I don't know how that works. I don't know science. So, it didn't kill it in the moment. It's but, gonna have problems. Right. Right, it was like a, this little like Chihuahua puppy. Oh, a and Chihuahua! It, you can literally run a Chihuahua over, and it'll get right back up. That so, is nothing to worry about. I, the guy in front of me, like I, I don't, I don't really notice what's going on because I'm, I'm like two or three people behind him. So there's, there's multiple people in between us, and he puts the thing on, and all of a sudden, the guy like who's doing the screening like behind, he's like click, 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 click. All he, of a sudden, sees like, a, he sees a full freaks skeleton. Out. And I'm like, oh God, there's there, you know, there's a there's a, a gun or there's there's something that like I'm in trouble. I would rather it be a gun. And the guy goes, Holy fuck, stop the thing. Like an alarm start going off. And I'm like, what is going on? And he he tries to reach in, but it's like it's like way far inside. So he has to pull it out through the other side. Was the side. person a hundred years old that had the dog? No, it was like a, a dad of three, three small oh, children. He just forgot. He just like didn't like didn't it didn't. He That's didn't know. Sad. And I'm like, you just sent your puppy in the, like a little carrying okay, case. Okay, but here's the thing. Chihuahua, a chihuahua, you can feed it gasoline for a week, and that thing is not dying. I don't. So Chihuahuas I don't know. I, I have refused powerful. to look it up because, like, I don't want to know. And the dog, like, looked fine, but I mean, it, it just got a dose of like. I'm, I'm googling this. A We're year's going really worth of radiation. Topic. I don't know. I it, it was really um, like it got X-rayed to the to the gills. <laughs> I don't I don't want to know. <laughs> this isn't saying what happens. It's dog... just saying can you and everyone's saying absolutely not. Yeah. Uh yeah. That that thing is going to I mean it, it got like it's radioactive. It's radioactive. Who sings that? Oh. Uh, Imagine, Imagine Dragons. Dragons yeah. who we all recently found out that the lead singer is hot. We all found that out at the same time. Did we? Oh yeah, it was a big thing on TikTok. Oh, okay. That we all discovered what he looked like and it was like Oh, do we like them now? Are we fans? At least for me, anyways. Good for them. I became a fan. 
Sorry, that was a um, very so yeah. You should topic. get your uh, your brother and future sister in law a little just some, like something like fifty bucks. <laughs> Don't go crazy. But yeah, the wedding attending the wedding in Italy is is the big gift. If you want to get them something small, card, bottle of wine, bottle of champagne, champagne glasses, do that. Oh my god, I'm googling this dog through the X-ray. Uh, I don't want to know. Wow, it's not really saying anything bad can happen. I mean, it I went, think it it's went fine. All the way through. I think it's fine. It went all the way. <laughs> At least it wasn't one of the kids, you know. But like, what do you? I'm like, and, and it's this dude who, for lack of a better term, has like the Punisher skull on his clothing, and like just he's like a dad from. Oh, he's like in Vans, black con- converse. He's a, he's a no. He he's like a like they live on the on the farm. And I don't know if like he might not have known that Punisher dogs school can't... does not go with farm. I don't know what you're talking he about. He has like a, a F one fifty Raptor with like come and take it. I on would the back. say say he's in Carhartt, but you know kids these days wear that for right. It's, it's cool like the now. new Bass Pro Shop so hats are out. Have you noticed that? No, don't tell me that. I went to a big Bass Pro Shop school. Like that was like Did you? everyone. Yeah. What is like UTSA everyone drove big... like lifted trucks and oh, wore yeah, like no, Carhartts and Bass Pro Shop hats. Did you see the uh, the the naked dude at Bass Pro? Okay, that was one of the funniest things I think I've seen. One of the fun. Oh well, he has a, a mental health issue. Let's put that. Oh, he did. I, I believe that's what. He wasn't just. He wasn't wanting just to take his a... clothes off and go for a dip. Correct. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. That yeah. makes it way less funny. Yeah, but quite the content day before. I've before been to that, that Bass Pro Shop. Why have you been in the best pro shop in bumfuck Alabama? I'm not going to answer that question because everyone here knows the answer to that. Let's do the next one. Hey, gang. My wife and I are in our mid-30s and got married roughly five months ago. She recently got a dream project offer at her job where she would be designing part of a future presidential library. Okay, we need to know which president before yeah, r- I can proceed. Absolutely. That, so that, here's, that's a really that plays a lot. So <laughs> to my answer, first sentence is that let's let's continue. It is an awesome opportunity for her that comes with more money, more benefits, and a major leg up at a promotion opportunity, and I could be more proud of her. Now the problem is that the project is located in a very rural part of a very rural state that is about thirteen hours away by car. So that's where I don't understand like what. What are the last so I just Googled four presidents? Obama is having his in Chicago. In Chicago. I would assume Trump would be either in New York. New York or Florida, right? Or New Jersey. That thing's gonna be a Mar-a-Lago. Are you kidding? That's what I would it's think. Gonna be... So that's not a, obviously a rural place. Um, <laughs> no. Honestly, I would I would it, I would spend a couple of years in Mar-a-Lago. It looks it, like a nice vacation. Is it G is it W? Like is is I think he has one already. It's I in thought Dallas. so too. So like I've might, been to it. So my question is, is like Biden's is going to be in Delaware, right? Oh, like, it may be Biden. But is that like a? Biden that's not a rural state. Presidential library. I guess there's he's parts from, of it. He's from literally where office space, not office space. Uh, oh, office. Uh, Pennsylvania. He's from. Okay, so maybe it's in a Pennsylvania rural area. Which is probably really nice. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with rural Pennsylvania. What? Where is the office? Scranton. Scr- that's where he's from. He's from Scranton. Okay, so very rural part of Scranton. Which like I'm assuming, but if you're if you're if you're Biden, don't you put it not necessarily in your hometown? You put it in like Hold on. Wilmington. I'm Delaware. googling this because I need before I can truly answer this, I need to know. Okay, so Donald Trump's is in planning. It doesn't say. Okay. Obama's is in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Bill Clinton has his in Little Rock. Bush is in Dallas. I've been to the one in. Oh, George H. W. is in College Station. No, it has to be Biden. That's okay. the only one that makes sense. Okay, so I, I, assuming we're talking about Biden's in rural Pennsylvania. Because there's no way Donald Trump is putting his at somewhere rural, ever. No. Wait, I don't think there's ever. an option for him. No, but it's he would never. It's either New York or New Jersey or, or Florida. He would not put it anywhere that, you know, most of his people are in those areas, but I don't think he'd put it there. Agreed. Anyway. The problem is that the project is located in a very rural part. Uh, we went that one. Uh, she would need to be there at least 50% of the time to complete her part. So she would be traveling, uh, meals, travel, hotel, car, et cetera, all covered and gone a lot from home. We thought about moving together, but I have a highly specialized STEM job, shouts to our men in STEM, with no opportunities in the location we would be moving to. And then financially, it wouldn't make sense to move, so I'm staying behind. Her project only lasts two years, with her being gone every other week. So we're thinking we can do it, but acknowledging it would be tough, requires some strength, and takes some getting used to. 
Any advice on how to handle this or the prospect of one partner uh, is gone or traveling for work, how to make long distance weeks work, any advice or encouragement is appreciated. You know, I think I have, I just watched the movie, The Five-Year Engagement. So I have, you know, a little bit. You have a little bit of experience here. (laughs) Experience here. I say it's totally doable. I do not think that you should move at all. Granted, we also don't know where you are currently living, right? They didn't say. I'm just trying to think of like 13 hours away from rural Pennsylvania. So that puts them in like Nashville to Pennsylvania. I, I truly don't think that you move. I think that you just come up with a system to travel to see each other. If you have the opportunity to be remote at any time, like maybe one week a month, you can be remote and go there. Mm-hmm. And then she can come up whenever she can. I think that you're married. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not like you're dating. Not like, and it's you're also married. not like she's there full time for two years yeah. and you're there full time for two years. And then it's just a long distance relationship. It's just every other week, which like, yes, it sucks. Yes, it's Super part of your sucks. schedule. Yeah. Yes, it's like you have to plan and and function. But the thing about long distance relationships, you know, I, I've had some experience. And uh, it's same. Always about being. <laughs> it's always about planning the next thing and knowing yes. we're going to see each other again and having like concrete communication and and boundaries and rules and sort of like you just it's all about communicating in the sense and you're married and you're married so it's not that's right so it's different, different than right. if you're just dating you know yes. you're married you're in this you're committed you want her to have this incredible job like sounds mm-hmm. like her dream job you're doing well and you're specializing in stem job <laughs> i think you figure out a way to like potentially work from home or work from wherever she's at if you can a couple times a month if you can longer yeah. and then like maybe in the summer one or you know you take some pto and you do yeah something go up together. there for a couple like, weeks with her to rural pennsylvania i think the fun. two years in the, the grand scheme of things is so doable like yeah. i it's gonna suck but it but will it, super suck but i think you can make it work agreed and um i think that you can do it i have faith in you both mm-hmm. as long as it's not the trump library I'm just kidding. And even if it is, then you, mil- you, build, <laughs> you build a great Have library. Have a great time in Florida. And you move on to the next one. It's it's cool. I, I think I, it's, I, it's a really a cool experience, I yeah. think. And I think that she has to take it. You don't want to tell her not to. You don't want to be the reason she doesn't. Like, you have to encourage her to do it. It seems like it's like her dream job and you're doing well. So, I don't know. I think that you go for it and you just make it work however you can. I wonder how, like, what is... Like what is the what is she doing? She's designing a part Maybe of the library. Maybe she's an architect. She's a designer. She's she an architect. architect. Is she like the landscape? And that's like career making. Right. Oh yeah. If you put that on the resume, yeah. These two career years making. suck, but then the next twenty are fantastic because you get to do what you want. So I feel like dream so, yeah. project offer. Maybe she's like a project manager. She would be designing part of a future. Yeah. yeah. She's like a, an architect. Can you and can you imagine if she was like, no, I'm not gonna do it because I just want to be home all the time. Uh, and, and imagine she would regret it for the rest of her life. Being the right? guy, like, oh, this is my wife, the incredible architect who just built the presidential library Boom. like come on check her out yeah gas her up gas her be, up be very excited so, for her and I you mean, can make it work because it's not it's not full-time living it's every other week yes and like that makes and it long distance doable. is hard but if you have a good foundation which it seems like you do then it's totally you can you can make it work it's all about communication and you have to plan and like you can't just be like and you both have to put in the work you can't not you can't have just one of you flying out every month. That right. is what happened to me, and it did not end well. Like, you need both people putting in the time and the effort in order to make that. You don't want to like make it seem like, oh, it's not fair. I'm always the one who's leaving. No, you both need to do it. Make it happen. Who cares? You Two-ish. love each other. Make it work. Want to do the next one, Kayla? Ready for this? Uh, yeah, this one, man, put your thinking cap there. on. Put your thinking cap on. This is a long-ass question. No, it, it's just... It's it's uh you gotta you gotta think about it. Here we go. Okay. I'm I'm, I might I might un- assign names here because I think it makes it easier. <laughs> okay. Does it? Here we go. <laughs> hey, Brett and Sally. Uh, these are all fake names. Okay. Even Brett and Sally. <laughs> hey, Brett and Kayla. I come to you with a rather embarrassing problem. I call me Brian. Okay. Brian. Went okay. out for drinks with a female coworker of mine. Let's call her Sarah. Okay, a couple of weeks ago, purely platonic, and we're both in happy, committed relationships. That's not what this is about. (laughs) The topic came up about another female coworker. Let's call her coworker B, aka we're gonna go with Jessica. Okay. 
You're choosing the most basic names you can I think of. I just have Sarah Jessica Parker in my head. So, <laughs> so the next person. So the I, Brian, went out for drinks with Sarah, and the topic came up about another female coworker, Jessica, and her new situationship. Okay, so Brian and Sarah are just talking shit about Jessica. Correct. Love that. Jessica and I both started in July at our job, okay. and she flirted hardcore with me until she found out that I had a girlfriend. She's just shooting her shot. At which time, she slowed it way down, but occasionally would definitely still flirt with me. We don't work close to each other, so we only see each other a couple of times a week, but she will occasionally call me sweetie Ooh. or princess in a flirtatious kind Wait, of way. princess? She calls a man princess? It's, that's it's an interesting kind of uh, Randy might be into that kind of flirting. <laughs> it's pretty innocent, and I keep her at a distance, but I'm friendly and professional. Now back to the other week, I was out with Sarah, right, coworker A, mm -hmm. and we were having a good time. But after uh, not enough drinks, called Jessica a pretty nasty name. Let's just say I called her a lady of the night. Oh wow, she called her a. Should I, am I allowed to say it? Can I go, say it? She called her it. a big slut. She did. Which, you know, you know, it's not that nasty. You know, women are are owning that now. If you own it, uh, I am solid. So she called her positive. a slut, a whore, one of right. those. Right. He okay. used, he used uh, a, a derogatory name. A lady of the night. Lady I of love night. that. I'm going to start using that. <laughs> uh, after a couple of minutes went by, I realized what I said was not great. And circled back and apologized. And oh, hold on! My I thought statement. the girl called the girl. I thought it was girl on girl slut no. shaming. Guy, guy on guy, guy slut on shamed. girl slut shaming. Not okay. Is not okay. Not okay. I take everything back. He I told, misread that. He told Sarah that Jessica is a slut. No, Brian, that's not cool. We don't do that. Uh, after a couple minutes went by, I realized what I had said. It wasn't great. Circled back, apologized, recanted immediately, and felt really bad about it. It was one of those. Did that really come out of my mouth kind of things? Ooh. Here's where it gets a little hairy. <gasps> Long story short, Sarah told Jessica Ooh. what I had said about Feminism her. Feminism right and there. Jessica now <laughs> will not talk to me. I'm not looking for attention, but I do want to make sure that this does not snowball into something as this is a pretty embarrassing mistake. We are both on holiday. Oh, this is British. We're both on holiday. Uh, and with our vacation schedules, won't be back in the office together until mid-January. What are your thoughts on how to resolve this? Should I just try to ignore this, or should I reach out via text now or try to talk to her when she gets back? Something else. Please help. Thanks. Okay. I have a lot. There's, this is, there's lots of layers here. First of all, men should not be slut-shaming women in Amen. any capacity. Correct. I understand he feels bad and he apologized. Um, he 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 let it rip, and he knew immediately. Like, yeah, let it rip, that. and then withdrew. Yeah, too late though. Too late. He definitely needs to reach out to her. Yes, this because is... this could become an HR thing. Totally. Like even though it didn't happen at work, she could go to HR if she hates you. If she's that mad, mm -hmm. she can go and be like, Brian called me a whore. Yeah. And then that gets it snowballs. Yeah. I think you reach out to her and say, Hey. I'm so sorry. I said that it was taken out of not taken out of context. No, just say I was. Way. It was. If it you was want to say stupid, anything, you it have was to dumb. Own it was flippant. It, it was. Own I was. It. I was. I don't joking. feel that way about you. I had a couple drinks and it came out. I immediately you can't make recanted. Yeah. No, don't make excuses. Yeah, you can mention you were drinking, but saying you were drunk does not doesn't make matter. It, doesn't make it okay. um, yeah. No, you should not ignore it though, because no. she's gonna turn every. Every female in that office is going to find out about this, and they're going to come for you. Brian, Brian, Brian. Brian. You got you, you to reach out. Want to yeah. apologize. Take responsibility. Just be like, it was super dumb. I said something. Ask her to go to coffee or something. Coffee. Just be like, I, you know, like she's, I, I don't know if or, there's ever coming back from this, but or, you, you at least just try to get on. back in. The... We can go back to our very second question. Okay. Get her a bottle of wine with a card, write out a card. Write, write a letter. Write there a, you go. Write yeah. a letter. Yep. I think a letter is a lot more than a text. Write it out. Write her a nice card with a bottle of wine or something, yeah. flowers, and apologize and say, I know this doesn't make up for what I did, but I want you to know how sorry I am. La, 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 la. I wonder, Let's like, past it. so... He said it obviously for a reason. There's been like a lot of flirting. She slowed way down to her credit. 
she's like, I'm not trying to mess with it, but she still like had some flirtatious stuff. He gets a little boozed up, says it, obviously has like, <clears throat> thinks that she's a little bit more, you know, provocative or, or a little bit more promiscuous, says it, regrets it. She's going to be like, well, you still think that, right? Like, how do you come back from that? You should that? say, I don't feel that way at all. I it was said just it a for, comment. I said it for effect. I, I said, said it to yeah. try to make somebody react or, or laugh, or and it, and it came off horribly. Make, yeah, I don't believe that. Make right? sure you drive home the point that you don't mean that, you don't feel that way. It's just, it came out. <clears throat> it came out in jest flippantly. And that's not. Don't how it, turn I it feel. around and be like, because you've always flirted with me, knowing I'm. No, don't, yeah. don't turn it on her. Yep. Don't turn it on her at all. It's you fucked up. You got to take ownership of it. And like, honestly, for me personally, nothing means more than like a sincere and honest apology where someone owns up to it and is like truly sorry. Yep. Just, Own it. I don't want. I'm sorry. I made you feel this way. Don't say that. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I did this. Like, completely own it. Right. It, yeah. Exactly. It's like the. I'm sorry for cheating. It's like, no, you're sorry for getting caught, right? There's like the, yes. there's like that thing. Just no. Which is it, the male, it, the male it. apology yeah. is usually, I'm so sorry you feel that way. Yeah. Which is not, I'm sorry I made you feel that way. So just don't do that. Hear that, Randy? I want to teach a class and like on, how to apologize. Male apologies. How to apologize to a woman. Uh, let's do the last one, Kayla. Hey guys. Is it splitting hairs to ask my roommate to keep her half of the security deposit for depreciated value of everything I bought for the apartment? <laughs> Here we go. We're 23, and we've been friends since high school. She does not have a job. Uh, her dad paid her part of the deposit and her part of the rent. So I ended up buying literally every item to furnish our apartment from the couch, the TV, to the dishes, etc. I'm moving out. And taking my stuff with me and may sell some, but obviously not at full price due to wear and tear. She's the type to either be okay with it or feel very strongly that she should not have to pay me her $325 part of the deposit. So I'm not sure if it's worth it. I honestly don't even feel like $325 is enough, but I would not ask for more than half. I'm sorry. That's insane. You bought that. Did she ask you to? Did you discuss it? So like I, you took it upon yourself to buy all that stuff and making somebody like basically pay you back for it when you're taking it with you is kind of insane. I I, I guess what I'm what, let, let's break it down a little bit. So I think she's getting uh what is it six hundred and fifty dollars back, right? And so she's saying instead of giving her three twenty five. If, if like the girl is moving, like instead of get, like paying her three twenty five, she wants her to pay her an additional three twenty five. I'm trying to figure out like if, if you want her to pay you for stuff now that you're moving out, I don't think that's okay. But if you're if you're just taking the full security deposit, I think the roommate's getting the full deposit back and then and not going to no, split it with her and not going to split it. Wait, but actually, it's also your roommate's wait. been. It's not. The, it's not. She's been paying rent. She shouldn't have to pay me her three twenty-five part of the deposit. So I'm not sure if it's worth it. I don't feel like three twenty-five is even enough. I don't really think I understand either. I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out if there's where like, the money is being exchanged. But here. I think she's asking her to just pay her because she bought a bunch of stuff that now is outdated and is used and she wants to either to like get rid of it or buy it? new stuff. I, either way, like if you bought that. It doesn't matter. It's not you worth it. You can't ask. Like I had a situation with a roommate where like she bought, we bought a TV together. Like we had each bought this television that was like mm -hmm. 600 bucks. Yeah. And then I think that I took, there was a mirror that I really liked that was like 200 bucks or something. Mm -hmm. And like I just took the mirror and like left the TV kind of thing. Yeah. Like, your your ownership has been established. So yeah. the, the, the reward that you get is you take it with you. One, it's your stuff. And you also get to sell it for that whatever, you know, not profit, but you get to make some money back on it. Yeah. She doesn't see a dime And now this friend is going to be moving and has no furniture when you're going to be moving and you at least have like what you had before. And she's been paying her rent, even if it's not her, it's still her, if, her if she entity. broke, If she broke something. Sure. Like or this like actually happened to me too. Yeah. Like I had my coffee maker in college when I moved out. Like 
my roommate's boyfriend broke the coffee maker. And so I was like, I'm not going to pay you the last electric bill because your boyfriend broke my coffee maker. Like it's <laughs> like a trade off. Yeah. You're, this uh, is not anyone's responsibility but yours. Your security deposit should be split. If there's nothing seriously wrong with the apartment, yeah. like that cause, like people need to fix something. Your goods that you bought, even though she used them, it's not like you're, you know, you're, you're taking them with you. That exactly. is your reward. My only thing where I would say maybe is like if you bought the couch and then your roommate got a dog and then the dog like sure, peed on, peed it, or, on yeah. it, scratched it, like got hair all over it. Like then I would say, yeah, she probably should pay you for that couch. But if it's just regular furniture and there's normal wear and tear on it, yeah. she does not owe you anything for that. I agree. I agree. I think this is much ado about nothing. Because it's it, it's not that she's not paying her rent, even though her it's her dad paying her rent, she's still contributing. Oh, she doesn't it's, have a job. Doesn't have a job. Yeah, it, this is unfortunately, you know, I not not even unfortunately. This is it just one of the things. It's like it, it sucks because you're like, why am I taking a hit on all this uh, this furniture that's now like shit on, and she just gets to walk away with all the money that her dad paid, and she never really paid a dime. Like I get but it. But she it's also doesn't get to collect on even making 50 bucks off a couch like yeah. like that's kind of you're moving to a new place and you get to take that with you versus she yeah. has no furniture correct she to has to name. she has to buy her own new stuff yeah i just i think if we're i don't i still don't think we understand where the money is coming from but i don't think it matters True. i think if we you're if you're literally asking her to pay you i think that's crazy if you're talking about a security deposit that you are getting back and like you're supposed to give her three hundred and twenty-five dollars because it's half of it. I think you should because she's paying her rent. The apartment's not destroyed. It's not so about the furniture. That's, you're you're getting, assuming the risk. I think on she's that. getting six fifty, and she doesn't want to give her the three twenty-five back, and yeah. she wants to keep her three twenty-five to pay for the furniture. Correct, and that's not that's not that's cool. not cool. Nope, that's not cool. Because yeah. you, you you're you, you bought, bought the furniture. Mm -hmm. That is your responsibility. It's not you're you're not you're not covering the depreciated value of your furniture with your roommate's security deposit. No, yeah. there are so many things that I feel like you could do this with. Like if you shared a car and you bought the car and she drove yeah. the car all the time, cool. Yeah, ask her to pay for some part of the car. Things like that. You that can't keep. But you like can't a treat couch, dishes as a, as a yeah a coffee table like that doesn't count. Towards that, I don't yeah, think. I think very specifically if there's a pet involved or like, or if she you like literally something. ruined it, yeah, yeah, right. Then I would just say, pay me back for that. I'll take it out of your deposit. Sure. Uh, that's gonna do it for us today, Kayla Haby. What is on your mind from a shower thought perspective? Anything? Give me a second. I feel okay. like I always have an opinion about something. You go first. Ooh, I don't really. I don't really. I have forgot about good. this part. I don't, I don't really have anything good. Um. Yeah, I got. I got. I'm. I'm blanking. I mean, I guess my shower thought would be, you know, before you have a cosmetic procedure done to your face, maybe just like, don't don't have plans. Don't line up a couple. Don't line up a, a couple dates. Don't line up a couple dates. Don't line up a podcast co-host. Don't don't do anything. Just maybe stay at home. Just wait it out. A I'm going bit. with like a full zip. With a hat and sunglasses. I look like I'm on the run. If you see me around town in the next 48 hours. No, you didn't. You know you didn't. <laughs> I look like a pizza with no cheese on it. Wow. It's very specific. That's a Real Housewives reference. Um, if you know, you know. My one shower thought, I told Randy this earlier today, is I have a craving, uh, I have a craving for frozen pizza. I, it's just a the very totinos, specific, The cheap-ass Totino's 99-cent yeah. ones are like what I lived on in college, and that's the shit. Sorry. I want a cheap Tony's frozen cheese totinos pizza. Totino's where you yep. go. Uh, anyway, Kayla, thank you very much for hopping thank on you. and Great subbing in always. this week. Please subscribe, rate five stars, review, and tell a friend about the show. Hit the hotline number, 888-362-MAIL. That is 888-362-6245. Or, again, you can write in at the link in the Twitter we bio. We don't have any... Alan podcast. Any phone calls today? We we have so this that's just not me. We have a bunch that are that exist and I have to go through them and parse through them and oh. establish them. You know. Those so. are always fun. Uh Kayla, where can people uh, where can people find you? Um I am across the board at K Haby, K A Y H A B Y, you know, just chilling. So, you know. Just chilling. Uh, I'm Brett Merriman at Schmerriman. Shamariman on those platforms as well and uh, I will see you guys next week see ya